Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 16th of September. China's industrial production data for August was a little stronger than expected, although this is not necessarily signalling a great deal about global demand, or indeed supply, into the global markets. China made more cars and more electricity. This is fine, but neither are destined for export. Even the electricity was unlikely to be due to an increase in export demand. Consumer electronics, which are destined for export a reasonable amount of the time, saw slower production. Cars were also behind the improvement in China's August real retail sales data, which stopped falling. The common factor here is that there has been a specific domestic policy stimulus for consumers in the auto sector. Tax cuts and fiscal boosts are encouraging people to buy cars. It helps that this is more likely to be middle-class Chinese consumers that are buying cars. The middle class has less need to increase precautionary savings in the face of China's zero-COVID policy, because middle-class workers are more likely to be paid a salary rather than a wage, and they're more likely to work from home. China's domestic demand challenge is workers who are not in that fortunate position, whose income level means that they're not likely to be rushing to buy cars, and who are increasing precautionary savings. This group is unlikely to stimulate overall Chinese domestic demand just because the government has decided to build more roads. From the United States, we have the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey. This is data that gets far more attention than it really deserves. There is always the entertaining comparison of Republican and Democrat views of the economy. Republicans reporting things have never been so bad, ever. Sentiment is far lower than in 2008, for example. While Democrats acknowledge that things have deteriorated a little, but think they're at least no worse than they were under US President Trump. The data does include inflation expectations, but consumers do not do well when trying to predict inflation. Basically, gasoline prices have been falling steadily, and the fact that gasoline prices have fallen for a few days obviously means that inflation in five years' time is going to be significantly lower. UK August retail sales were weak. This is to be expected. The UK had clearly moved from the slowdown to the slump scenario earlier this year, although that move may now be reversed. The pattern of consumption in the UK is something of a lesson to the rest of the world. Preventing a slump and limiting growth to a slowdown is possible, even though real income growth is catastrophically negative if consumers are prepared to use their unusually strong balance sheets, which means savings and access to credit. They need to use their balance sheets to top up income and maintain spending. If something happens to stop that process of using the balance sheet, then consumption growth will come more into line with negative income growth and then slump. This could be due to credit getting too expensive through interest rate increases, though the interest rate increases to date are not enough to do that, really. It could be 
that the savings just simply run out. In the case of the UK, it was probably the alarmist headlines about future fuel price increases, which changed sentiment or animal spirits. The government's recent fiscal largesse may change that position in the coming months and encourage a little more spending using savings and credit. It is worth noting that fuel sale volumes in the UK are now down 9% on where they were back in February. Flexible working, online shopping and so forth give people more flexibility to respond to rising fuel prices, making this fuel price increase different from previous episodes. In the glittering wonder that is the euro, we hear from ECB President Lagarde and some other ECB speakers Are we going to learn anything new? Precedent would argue against. And anyway, the utterances of ECB officials with regard to forward guidance are not to be trusted. There is also the release of final euro area August consumer price inflation, but this is not normally subject to revision, making it almost unique amongst euro area data releases these days. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.